Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. Well done. And me, Alex. How's it and that's going, how guys? and that's how we're starting. I did the, think I was like, oh, he's gonna have to ramp it up when he starts talking. Yeah, he's gonna have the, to ramp up when he starts talking. How well is he gonna do? Yeah, how well is he gonna do? How is he gonna kick in here? The podcasting equivalent of just not getting enough sleep this week, and mm. then waking up on your Saturday at seven to to record. My voice is an octave lower than it usually is. Yeah. Um. I, I was telling you, I've I've had a very very busy week. You have this week. You have. And, um, and oh, I like your mug. Is that is that um, North Berwick? Yeah, it's the hometown. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I'll maybe put this in or not. Uh, the, um, I, I did I ever tell you? Oh, there's another podcast equivalent in my old place of work out in Bristol. I had a, a hometown mug, a mug that was painted over hometown, and somebody stole it. What? Genuinely, someone stole what it. What? I came the in one shit. day and and it was gone. And I was like, the the thing that annoyed me most about that is that. Unless you're from that hometown, that means nothing to you, that mug. Yeah. So why did you take it? It's not, oh, really annoyed me. That's oh, a little low key. That, that there's yeah. a small circle in hell reserved for people who pull yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that only just reminded me. I think, I think that's why I don't buy mugs anymore because I just have my heart broken every time. <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. Gives, but yeah, so podcast from mugs stolen, voices, um, voices very low. Um, I'm going to, Try and, I'm going to finish this coffee, then go go to the gym and wake up a bit because it's oh my goodness. But I probably should get more sleep. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, but on, honestly though, I I did not have a good a good sleep last night. Like it's so hot. We're 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 recording this in the middle of I think it, it's supposed to be like this two day heat wave blitz type mm. thing where it's, it's not that bad, is it? It's quite it's quite bad. You're oh, right. Oh, it was horrendous yesterday. Yeah, it was I was horrendous. Re- yeah, yeah, and it just—I I, was—I was pounding water all day, and like I didn't need to take a piss once. Yeah, <laughs> I was at—I was yeah, I was at a work event on Thursday night, which uh, didn't didn't end till the, the late hours, and uh, and on the Friday was was leaving uh, where I was and and coming back. I was just sort of North London and coming back into the centre, and there was a point where I had to change. I had to change from the over or the underground to the overground. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was anyway, it was changing between the two of them. And there was a Tesco between the two stations. And I went in and got a, I, I don't usually just go in and buy like a can of Coke. I went and bought a can of Diet Coke and pounded it. Yeah. As I was just so like low on energy yeah, and also yeah, yeah. warm. And then I bought, a, and then I bought a massive bottle of water and just like nursed that all the way in. Amazing. And, and it was, and it was because I was warm, Alex. It was nothing yeah. to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but no, it was, it was good. And I, um, I, I, I mean, it's not been that bad. There was, was it last year, the year before where it was, it was like, this can't go on. I'm sure there was a record of us on the podcast talking about it. We were like, probably this needs to stop. <laughs> probably. This needs to stop. It was inescapable. If it was complain worthy, we definitely put it on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, of course we are not the complaining podcast. Um, although we do seem to, we do seem to moan quite a bit. We do. We did a fair bit of moaning last week. Why did we moan last week? Oh, because we watched Jurassic World Dominion last week. Oh, yeah, that was it. I thought it was the Miss Marvel moaning, which I, which now... Oh, oh, we were chatting about that. Yeah, you, we did, yeah. You, do you know, do you see why I was moaning so much? Well, I've, I, was so I, upset? I, have now see, I have now seen the first episode of Miss Marvel. I've not, not sat down to watch the second episode yet. But no, I've not yet. I'm watching the I've now I've now seen the first episode, and mm. I now share, like, just your deep upset... 
It really it is bad, upsetting, isn't, though, isn't it? It's really because upsetting. It is one of the most charming shows it's brilliant. I've seen it's in, so a, good. in a long time. And I've watched... And, and I've watched... I, I've looked at some of the reviews of this thing. And I've gone... And, and a lot of them have hidden... As you were saying last week, they've hidden behind this supposed critical thing where, like, oh, it's for kids. It's not, it's not for adults. And... Mm, um, mm. And you know that's why I'm giving it one out of ten and thing and and things like and yeah, things yeah. like that. And I'm like, right, well, as far as your statement about it being for kids and adults, yes, it's got a much it's got a much younger a younger tone, a much younger yep. form of storytelling. How is that a negative one? Yeah, it's interesting, right? I mean, I, I yeah. Do you want do you want to get into this episode because I think there's a really yeah. interesting segue with 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 Miss Marvel I with so. Obi with Obi Wan Kenobi with Lightyear that I kind of I think like I've I'm I'm formulating an opinion of a trend. Yeah, um, it's not good, is I, it? No, and I've got a reason. But but of course we are not the music equivalent of a deep voice podcast. Um, as much as I, I'd li- I would like to have a deeper voice though. Oh, I do sometimes listen voice. back. No, now I do. Now it's like Vader. Yeah, um, but at the moment, I, I, but but I I do wish I had a deeper voice. Go on, um, say something are, menacing. We are we um okay um what did I say? Uh, no, I am your father. <laughs> you brought it back. I got there. You brought it. Back. I've been doing I've been doing this fun thing with a colleague of mine. This is like Tangent City, just on movie quotes. I've been doing um this fun thing with a colleague of mine. At work, which I might do with you a bit later. On. I could try it now. I'm. Mean, I've been practicing my um my impersonations, Alex. For, oh, okay. For other people, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give you a couple of impersonations. You've got to tell me what the film is. Right. Okay. okay. You ready? So the yeah, first yeah. one. Here we go. My wife. Is that it? That's it. You ready? I'll do it again. My my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but my, my but my head's my head's going to Borat. It's Borat. It's excellent. Yeah, you did well. You got that. That was Borat. Did you like that impersonation? I, I did. I did. Yeah, it's good. Do you want another one? Yeah, go on. Do you, do, do you want another one? Do you want another one? Right. Okay. Um, this is a good one. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> ready? Again, just you might not get it. You ready? Okay, okay. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Terminator. It's the Terminator. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I like this game. I like this game. One more. You ready? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm your, I'm your father. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, can I? I'm your father. Can I give you? like mad props for accurately quoting it because that's yeah. the most misquoted line yeah, yeah, in yeah. movie history yeah empire strikes yeah. back it is yeah, uh, it is. yeah. it's good oh, but what i might hell. do but this is this is the thing it started in, and I, I like doing it with my colleague um <laughs> we we you know we, we're working on art because it's good to get you know it's there's nothing better than when someone accurately quotes a movie we we started accurately quoting Yoda the other day oh, as well. Oh God! When, <laughs> <laughs> when you try and when you um when you, when you try and uh, but but you know I'll um maybe litter litter these throughout this movie right um 
I'll, I'll do one Not more. Save the, no, no, no. Save, save them. I think I think this this could be quite fun going forward okay. in future yeah. episodes. I yeah. like that. Really, Especially in our early mornings when I need a little bit of a giggle. Yeah, exactly. Well, to infinity and beyond. Right. <laughs> there we go. That was a good one. Uh, we're, of course, talking about Lightyear. But I do want to go back to that point that we were saying earlier about the, yeah. the, the scary trend, because I know this is Tangent City. So, so, um, so basically... This this uh, this is obviously the 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 movie that sets up um, why Andy loves Buzz Lightyear so much, and it, and and I, and I really liked how the film started. When yeah, it just there's had a bit, the... there's this big like Star Wars like long time ago in a galaxy far far away type thing where they introduce it, where they basically say, um, fifteen years ago a boy called Andy fell in love with Buzz Lightyear, and this is the. No, it was nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Oh, nineteen ninety five. Whatever. Jesus, fifteen Sorry. years ago. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know how old I am. <laughs> no, um, but also like, isn't it, 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 like when you first said that, I was like, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like it was at least twice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, no, um, uh, this is the this is the movie that you watched, and I yep. and, and I agree with you. I really really like that, but. That stayed with me all yeah. the way throughout this movie. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we'll get to the legitimate complaints before. Okay. But we we talk about you talked about, um, you know, people com- complaining and, and re- review bombing Miss Marvel, and then claiming it was because of the story. You talk about people review review bombing Obi Wan because they don't like Moses Ingram and they they claim it's because she's a bad actor. And this movie's also Alex being review bombed. Um, the claim, and I think it's fairly, fairly substantial. This claim, I think you can like, I think you can dislike this movie for this reason. Yeah. With those other two things, I don't think they stand on the those two other justifications of why people say they don't like Obi Wan and and was this uh, Marvel. They're not legitimate. They're yeah. not legitimate because they are. They're just wrong. This one, sadly, I'm like ah. Oh, uh, is the story it's getting panned because the story is just convoluted nonsense and it doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense and there's 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 clearly clearly the story was was conceived by multiple different people yeah. um and it was kind of mishmashed and thrown together but but the the point i'm trying to make is it's being review bombed quite heavily for a couple of decisions they made around some of the characters which i thought were fucking charming actually yeah um so, so uh, basically, there's um, due to the LGBT content, um, it became the first children's animated film to be given an NC-16 rating um, in a lot of countries in, in Asia, including places like uh, Singapore, which, wow. is the, which is the equivalent to an R rating in the US. Mental. Yeah. That's <laughs> mental. Is, and, and, uh, and, I, and I think that a lot of, a lot of other countries are very much jumping on on the review uh, on the review bomb for that but uh, what what i what i kind of want to what i what i want to like emphasize with this is there's a there's a there, there's like a, you've got to really set your stall out to be able to justify why that's important to you because at the end of the day this is art and this is a film and we should we we i like we should like what we like and we should not care um but uh, uh, but ultimately, 
and and then there's the, the whole thing of going well no but people worked really hard to to do this sort of thing and you know it's, it's unfair for them if they see this sort of score and i get that that's a really good point and then there's the other argument which again is a little bit baseless which is well it's the things that i like the things i like should have higher scores and stuff but 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 really on a microcosm level these are all instances as i said before of 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 hate and hate speech and bigotry and and just like un un unfounded levels of confused individuals feeling that that they're being challenged by anything that's being yeah. represented on these screens and obviously that's a that's an age-old argument but you've got to think strategically on the long-term repercussions of what this does both to the people who are growing up understanding that there's covered there's there's controversy here and inspiring a generation of people not to make these bold decisions. Young kids who watch this, who want to be animators, who want to be storytellers, who want to be creators, seeing the trouble that it is to try and um, fight through, you know, and, and, and create representation on the screen, are just not going to bother anymore. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And, and so how do you solidify that? Is This is like, well, this is society. And, and I guess like you create a microcosm whereby the, the art that we like, it's always the question of is the art we perceive a real representation of the life we own and 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 how do you break that in balance yeah, and it's just yeah. like and not to get too ethereal because it's a kids film but like yeah, yeah. It, it's a really it's like a deeper point i think to a lot of this stuff which is kids which films is, always have the deeper points well anyway. this is it this is it exactly and you know and uh, uh, it's just a it's just a whole thing of like how do you break this, you know how do you break the wheel and and sadly we live in a world where you know, the biggest superpower that that represents films and movies is America, which is governed by a capitalist regime that responds almost directly towards half the world that don't agree with the decisions that are put in it. So it's more yeah. it's more incentivized not to include these things. Oh, it's just a do you know what I mean? And then, it is, and then, it's, uh, it's a it, yeah, a lot of it is a pretty sad state of affairs. It has yeah. to be said. What gives me a little bit of hope, actually, is mm. is especially for is they like, did it is they just did it and and they just included these characters and they said well this one is the situation one so, that they did yeah. it but also in in um in reference to like the actual like hate and the bigotry going on this the studios are actually starting to like be vocal and fight back against this shit like yeah. you had um ewan mcgregor make a video in support of moses ingram you had star wars and marvel and disney all um putting their support out for moses ingram and i've seen similar things from official yeah. from official channels from miss marvel as well and i think previously corporations and uh producers and people in the spotlight would have historically have taken the stance of don't shine light don't shine light on the shit yeah and then and then the masses like won't see it and it won't give yeah. our movie any bad press and actually i think it's a bit of a step forward to actually go no fuck you yeah yeah you're not welcome here yeah it's a yeah it's a double-edged sword as well though because again as you say you know it, it at the at the end of the day what's the end goal right they they just want more people to watch it so the cynic in me actually says that encourages more people to watch it to try and understand. Do you know what I mean for themselves? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, like good, you know, bad, bad press bad is still press. press. Is still good. You know, so, press, so, yeah. so I, I think you're right, but I also see the cynical side of of when I yeah, read these things yeah. as well. So, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but you know, irrespective, they still they still pick. So, so, and, and actually, that this is only a very very small part of this this film, and I do just want to nip this one in the bud and, and move yeah. on with it because the reason why I, <laughs> the reason the reason why. 
um <laughs> that i i feel like this this example in lightyear is relatively different to the obi-wan and and uh, miss marvel examples that are also pretty recent to this sort of thing is that the 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 the, the kind of the counter um issue in this case uh, isn't entirely untrue um because this this is a this is a really complex story isn't it yeah that doesn't that that you get to a point in the film and the ends very quickly don't justify uh, the the means very quickly do stop justifying the end yes in in the sense that um you know so they're marooned on a planet and it, instantly they're all being very nice to him he would get outcast originally if they marooned on that planet but yeah, yeah. for some reason they're all able to they, they kind of just gloss over a lot of stuff yeah. But they're kind of just they're marooned on this planet. Um, they're there for a long time and they just make it work, which again it's like, okay, fine. But he consistently consistently tries, and every time he tries, he spends four years trying to crack hyperspace. And I don't think they ever really explain why. I think it's because that will get them all off the planet. Yeah. Um and and you know what he has that kind of standard fuel not not hyperspace fuel can't do that um and they're 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 trying to they're trying to get it to the speed of sound so that they can they can influence the particles and, and essentially demonstrate that they can travel faster than the speed of light yeah um and and that will and that will get them out so again on paper i think it makes a lot of sense um as a story but again after about after the idea that he's trying this, he if he tries this four times, that's sixteen years. Yeah. He try in the montage. He tried it well more than that. Yeah. And they clearly just were like, he's not going to do it. Let's give up because I think for they, you, the I think audience, the, the assumption is he did it ten times. Well, they, but that's the point. It's like yeah. you know, for forty years, you'd be like, just give up. We're living here now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, and they obviously make that decision, but it is just a little bit like. Ugh. It doesn't really make sense anymore, does it? But I guess there's one dude, you know, he's just committed. He also just has a lot of freedom to be able to do that kind of stuff, doesn't yeah. he? They're just like, yeah, just let him keep get on. We'll just, I know, we're just it's like, exist. I, I, I did kind of imagine what it must have been like for like the people that have had to actually build a society over decades. Yeah. O over decades in this thing. And, and, and it's almost like they have this little... It's, it's like they're going to have this little bank holiday thing where once yeah, every, once every four home. years, once every four years, they're going to have a Buzz Lightyear homecoming, and they're and they all and they all go around and they go right. So th this is what we do on Buzz Lightyear Day. We welcome him home. We you know we we say yep, good job, better luck next time. He'll he'll uh, stay here for a couple of days and it'll go back up again. Yeah, and, and, and then it we'll, won't be a problem we'll, anymore. We'll, we'll get on with it. It's fine. Yeah. Just let Just, him do and it. That, and that's the thing. And I, and I was like. Who do they? Who do they? Who do they think he is? They must think this guy. They must think I. I like he's not a hero to them. This he's he's got deep serious, you know, you know, deep serious psychological trauma. Yeah. They just and they just and they go. This is how he's coping. Yeah. And I was thinking that as I was driving home. I'm like, do they? Is it? We're seeing it through his perspective. But I, but if you were just a human on that spaceship, you would just be like, yeah, as you say. Oh, here comes them. Oh. He still thinks we can leave and he trapped us here we're also we hate him because he's trapped us here yeah. he's trapped us here and we'll never get home again yeah but also oh he's gone again perfect to us uh, he's gone again and Did also you, you and also it's two generations later so you've got lots of happy people where that's their home and that's the only you know the only thing they yeah. know which is the whole point of the movie that's the the kind of character arc that he goes on throughout the whole movie where he realizes no he doesn't have to get everybody home 
yeah, because yeah. everyone already is home. There is mm. like there is a very nice message to this movie somewhere in there, and I did see it, but then I was like, I don't, I don't think I care. No, it it, it really missed the mark on it, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but but you're right. I mean, but and if they were committed to leaving, why just hedge your bets on one person trying it every four years? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Send up. Send up ten people every year. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. Why don't they just? Why don't they just do that? It's not like it's not like they can't. They've got four years to. Tr- mental. It just didn't yeah. make any. The first half. It didn't really make any sense. So that took us up to the first. The first half, and then you know he goes so far into the future. When he does do hyperspace, I think what is it ten years he goes in after that that final one, the, the hyperspace when he when he makes it happen and he lands again. Um, yeah. And 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 then it's you know the gra- the grand granddaughter of the spoilers obviously granddaughter of the of the previous and 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 then from there the the movie kind of just happens and it doesn't really make sense i was also very tired alex and i was mostly paying attention yeah but there was a few points so do you want to talk us through the second half of the plot almost because again like i i don't know about you but i was it rushed so much through the first half like it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I was like, when's the plot going to actually kick off? Like, when's this film going to stabilize and actually start telling the main bulk of the story? Yeah. But it never really did. The yeah. movie just meandered, didn't it? Yeah. No, it did, it did, so, it did sort of meander. It, what was very interesting, my, my, my big takeaway from this movie, as far as how I reacted to it, was very much that it was a fine movie, right? Yeah. Like and that is that kind of middle of the road thing. Yeah. But I didn't have the reaction to it where I was like that's a fine movie that didn't really do anything in the same way that I don't know Venom is a fine movie that doesn't really that that that, that doesn't really do anything. Mm. There mm. are certain movies where you come out and you go that's fine, but actually that pissed me off a little yeah. bit the fact that yeah. it's just yeah. fine. Yeah. Whereas yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. this one I was just like no Got nothing against that at all. I, I I literally have no ill will towards Lightyear at all, even though I it, 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 it sort of had the effect. And I don't know if it's just because I was tired. I, I don't usually experience this, even when I am tired in the cinema. Mm. But this is a movie that just kind of like washed over me. I I must I must admit, I I was a little bit more pissed off that this one just washed over me with straightforward because yeah it's a it's a pixar movie mate right these no, are the yeah. movies that these are the movies that that get that knife and they stab it right in your heart no you're not really wrong yeah. and there was none of that you know yeah. even at the start when he was saying goodbye you know watching the hologram message i was like that's quite yeah it's quite sweet you know he's, he's saying goodbye to hawthorne is you know is, is is basically his companion throughout his life and he's seen her intermittently and he's watched her get a little bit older but i was like they kind of did this in up i guess and and also like this is a really rushed version of it, and I don't really, you know, like I, I always seen of their relationship was that one little mission when they first got trapped. Uh, uh, it's it's just a confusing story, and I and I just don't I don't really think. Sorry, so and the and the question I asked you was um so the set was the second half of the second half of the plot right okay so evil emperor zerg it didn't yeah yeah okay so evil evil emperor zerg and this is when I think it starts to. well okay starts to fall apart as far as where it fits in the toy story-ness of it yeah because the opening of the movie says that this is the movie that andy watched that made him fall in love with buzz lightyear which implies that all the toys 
that you see from like the Buzz Lightyear kind of franchise in Toy Story are based off this movie. Yeah. So the evil Emperor Zerg toy that you see in Toy Story 2, that amazing toy. Yeah, that's not in here. That's not in here. That, no. uh, that's not in here because that is not this evil Emperor Zerg. And it's like, it, th- there's this amazing like kind of science fiction meta moment in um, Toy Story 2 where where they they make zerg go i am your father yeah right which is hilarious now yeah. if it's a toy that's stuck on its on its programming and thinks that it's actually evil emperor zerg from the thing mm. then surely in the movie in the franchise of the movie he zerg is going to be buzz's father yeah but that's not yeah. what we saw no what we saw was zerg was actually buzz yeah, uh, an alternate version of Buzz from a future, who came back in time. Yeah, made no fucking sense. Yeah, and and this is the thing that we this is the thing that I have about this, which is just it it didn't make any sense. It it stopped tying into that message at the start because I kept thinking about that message at the start. That's all I was thinking about. Yeah, and and I was even thinking like, Jesus, if this is Andy's favorite film, this kid's. Fucking dumb. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, pre uh, Toy Story One, what is he? Eight years old. Yeah, yeah. But even we, still... we liked some shit when we were eight. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess. Actually, to be fair, the Phantom Menace would have been ours, wouldn't it? So we, uh, we yeah, had all the yeah. Phantom Menace toys and all sorts. So actually, yeah, that tracks. Um, but but so so the interesting thing around around this is that it is is it's not his father; it's him. Yeah. And uh, did it really justify why it was him? Because I don't, I'm not entirely sure why. It did, but it it then didn't need to be Zerg. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that could have been a plot. Exactly. That could have been a thing. Everything that they said in the movie could have been a thing. Like, you could do the plot that you did. You're you're absolutely justified in doing that. But why did you you make it Zerg? I, I, I just... And thereby breaking everything we know about goes, who Zerg it, is beforehand. And it goes back to like, you know, why this sort of movie and why it being mediocre annoys me is because like I've a theory of how they came up with this plot and I don't think I'm wrong. That's okay. the frustration. Right. I just I think they 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 sort of message board or they soundboarded all of the ideas that could be in this movie and they just interconnected them do you know what they were like oh he tries to escape and every year it's four years and it's different so time dilation and they wrote a a circle around that there has to be time time dilation there's got to be an electronic cat because we've got to try and make some money on merchandising but actually in the original toy story there was no cat and you would have thought that if they were going to merchandise one thing off this film it would be the cat so why does the cat not appear in the original toy story yeah that's true i I thought that as well i was like there's no way there's not a cat toy after after this movie yeah but then there wouldn't be, and that's the funny thing about it is like the merchandise that comes off this movie only shows to demonstrate why that first message at the start is invalid. Yeah, I know. Oh god, that's that's too meta for me. Apologies. Um, and then the other well, one, they, would be well, like, they, it was a, it was a meta release. It, it's yeah. the, the, the whole existence of this movie and is know, meta, so we have I, to judge it. But yeah, um, we have to judge it as such because that, yeah. that's the product you're trying to yeah, sell us. Yeah, exactly. But the also movie within the movie. But I, I like that. I don't I don't disagree with that. And and you know, and I've, I've everyone's asking the same question. They should do a Woody one, which again I, I'd be interested in. That. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of lessons that you've learned from it, from this one. And 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 go, you know, go ahead. You know, to uh, here's a I've got a wee impersonation I've been doing of him. Well, I'll do that before I get on Chris Evans. Yeah. But but um, 
Um, but basically, uh, the, you know, the, they've they've thrown up that one. Then they threw up Buzz's old Buzz's himself, and he's fighting him. Buzz is actually Zerg, and Zerg is a creation. Circle around that. Connect that to time dilation. Connect that to um, you know, he's 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 fighting with his with his friend's granddaughter. Yeah. Um, but they look very they look very very similar, and you can't tell the you know like it's just like. It's like, does this, does this, is this all needed? The, 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 the team are an old team of mis, misfit ragtag team, original. Um, it's just like, oh my God. Like I, And I just think that this movie, you know, I was thinking away and I was like, There's a, if you'd given me, you know, in the same way, I can't remember what, what it was. And I was joking and you were, you were being flippant. I genuinely think if you'd given me, if you'd given me the same amount that they gave the actual script for playing the screenwriters, I could have come away with a far better, just self-contained, self-contained, no, like keep it fucking simple. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the fucking story simple. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a, he's a he's a space ranger who pushes out into a far-flung planet in the galaxy that's yet to be discovered because they didn't, they've never seen it before. I don't know because it was being eclipsed by a sun. It's now available for them to explore. They're gonna go over there. They come into a load of bugs and a load of creatures. You realize that you know he's trapped on his own. It's is- he's isolated. They send help. Um, the help Zerg. He's trying to mine the planet. He saves it, and then they all, they all people on there. It's Avatar. Sorry, I've just explained yeah, yeah. Avatar. Yeah, yeah. But but do you know what I mean? Just yeah. just like but just fucking just do just do just do a really simple story. Yeah, this was mental. Do you know? That there is a already a better version of this movie. I yeah, I, I thought this just as the movie was starting. I thought this there is, isn't there? Yeah, it's it called. Was released it's called. After. It's called. No, it's called Buzz Lightyear, um, Star, Star Command, Command. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the adventure begins. Yeah, and it's basically back in the day of the Disney Channel. Yes, back in the days of the Disney Channel, they had this whole show of Buzz called Buzz Lightyear Star Command. And I've only ever seen the movie version of this. And basically, it was back when, you know, you had these this big animated release from a big franchise. And what you'd do is you'd put the the first five episodes or something together because they're all like 20 minutes that kids watch on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then you squeeze them together and you make one like feature length movie out of like five. Yeah. Um, cartoons, 20 minute cartoons. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, wa- yeah, I good. watched it. I found I tracked it down on the internet this year, and I watched it, and I was howling with laughter. Yeah. It's so funny, and yeah. the central the central idea of it is Buzz Lightyear doesn't work with rookies, right? And then of and then by the end of the journey, he learns that no, he needs a team, and he can't do it alone, yeah. and he needs and he needs a team of rookies and stuff like that. So. Basically, one of the thing, one of the big elements of this movie that we just watched, yeah. but the big difference is the the team that he assembles in the cartoon are way more charismatic and interesting than the ones in in this movie. And you know who else is also better mm. is Evil Emperor Zerg mm. because he goes full intergalactic Bond villain yeah, on this yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember. I'm just gonna I do think I remember seeing this. It yeah. basic basically Zerg attacks the the planet of the little green men because they've got like a hive mind thing. It's called yeah. a uni mind thing and he basically corrupts it with evil and then puts it into a big space gun. And so when he shoots at a planet, basically everyone becomes him. Right. Every, yeah. he basically controls every mind on the planet. 
yeah. and stuff like that. It, it's it's very very super villainy, but they make some like incredible jokes. And <laughs> um, mm. like he's talking to one of his minions, and he goes, "Where should we target next? Um, evil henchman number twenty three or something like that." And he goes, mm, "How about?" Alpha Blabidi Dibidi 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 Dorius, or whatever it goes. And he goes, Oh, yes, the planet of the vegetarians. How amazing. And it's like, there's these really funny inclusions. Then when he's having his showdown with Buzz at the end of the movie, um, he, he tries to um, bait Buzz by saying, saying, I think it's something like, um, uh, t- target target the planet so the planet of the widows and orphans <laughs> and buzz goes you fiend and he goes i knew that would get him <laughs> it's just it's so funny it's so so funny and like i'm really disappointed that they didn't do that kind of comedy and that kind of silliness they yeah. instead decided to go for this i am I am you, but a future you, and you know, yeah. I'm seeing the worst parts of yourself in this huge, big robot, and calling yeah. that evil emperor Zarya. I was like, oh, that's just a bit disappointing. They went, they went full Gemini man. I, um, yeah. I, so, so just as you were talking there, sorry, I, I found the list of of countries that are just flat out refusing to show this film. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I mean, some of them we won't be surprised. So Bahrain, Egypt, Kuwait, o- um, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, uh, United Arab Emirates. Um, oh yeah, and the, then outside the, of outside the of outside of, <laughs> outside of the Middle East, Indonesia, Malaysia, and I'm pretty sure um, it's getting panned in China as well. So right, yeah, I mean, it's just like goodness, par for the course at good, this point. Good, good grief. Um, you reminded me of something else that I think is just dumb about this movie and i don't and i like hey i fucking i don't care right like at the end of the day it's it's it is what it is but i cannot believe they didn't do this where are those little green men yeah do you know what i mean that is such an own goal both from a mark kids kids will literally kill one another for a minion's lunchbox yeah yeah they will literally do everything they can do to do the minions person's but the fact that they went, Disney went, well, we've, the good news is we've got. We have the, the original minions. minions. We have the original <laughs> minions. The original minions were the little green men from Star Wars. Let's include them in here. And, Buzz Lightyear. And, 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 but in Lightyear. And let's, and, and therefore the continuity of Andy's toys makes sense. Yeah. Because do you know what I mean? Then you would, that's why he has them fucking mental that yeah. they decided not to include those yeah like what are you doing yeah, you yeah. right again you you know like in my original snops that's the, they're the planet that buzz lightyear goes to when he doesn't re- i should have just written this fucking movie. you should have made mental. you should have made it is just mental just just do a simple plot and use the no we're gonna do something else and we're gonna make it complex and we're yeah. gonna make it non like so you know and, and back to the whole thing around you know why people hate this movie and why one stars. By all means, you know, give it a one star if you genuinely are not bothered by any of the other decisions that are made in this movie and go, the, the plot's dumb. Because the plot is very dumb. No, it is. Um, but, I mean, if, if you're actually, like, you know, putting your critical hat on this. Yep. Right. It's It's... It's a five out of five. It's a five out. Of, no, it's a five out of ten. It's a three star. It's is it is middle of the road. I, I I even though everything we've kind of thrown at this movie is like completely valid. Yeah. 
I don't think there's anything that justifies like a one star kind of rating. I think that's just, I mean, you give well, one star, one stars to things that are like offensive, yeah, like yeah, offensively yeah, yeah. bad yeah, 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 yeah. things that are like that shouldn't exist because yeah. like it's it's problematic that they that they exist and they have no place in society and like totally. Yeah, to- no, 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 to- yeah. totally, to- totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you do that for the kind of the revenge review, but, but, but the the the, the thing the thing with this is, I I just go back to the same point we went before. We do have to expect a higher standard from Pixar. It's yeah. as simple as that. And we we went through a phase of them not getting the cinema release, right? Yeah. This, this is the first Pixar cinema release, you know, a, not straight to to, to Disney Plus. We've yeah. had in a while. And actually, quality wise, this th- this is the one that you should have put straight on Exa- Disney Plus. Ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, so uh, that's 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 the side of the coin that I sadly sit on with a lot of this stuff. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the voice acting? Oh yeah, I thought you were going to say the music. No, no, we'll, we'll get to the music. We'll get to to the score, of Michael Giacchino. But do, do you? What's your thoughts on this? Because again, it was a big decision that they were going to put Chris Evans in this role. Yeah, um, and it it could have been Tim Allen. Like they could have gone no. Tim Allen. Oh, so sorry, sorry. sorry yeah, they yeah, could have yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they gone Tim Allen. Well, I, well, again, again, and this is the the point that I'm trying to make is. They literally put an older Buzz in this movie and still didn't cast Tim Allen to voice the older Buzz. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Why do you... This Why film are you shooting yourself just, in the foot? <laughs> this film is like a fucking octopus that keeps shooting itself in every single fucking foot. Don't include the little green men. Make That's a really image. complex story. You yeah. know, let's not include Tim Allen even for the older Buzz. It is mental. Yeah, it is. It it blows my mind, and you know, and and, and this is my own theory. The Takio Atiti exhaustion is starting to kick in, but we'll fling him into a. a we'll, we'll we'll put Korg in this movie. You know, yeah. it's just like. Oh yeah, screamed it. I, I'm just like I'm just like oh, this movie's just. I and will I, say I, though, I, I will I, say though, I don't think it's three. I like, I do think this is like for me two out of five. Like it's a lower than three. Right, like, okay. I am like I am I, yeah. like I just I, I like you can't be you cannot be this stupid. Yeah. Why are you this stupid? But the point is, I don't disagree with any of the criticisms that you've leveled, and obviously I've given as well. But like, I just, I just didn't have that negative a reaction from it. Yeah. So, I, and I just, you know, I, just, I always, I always go with that. But what I will say about the voice acting is, I do actually think Chris Evans did a did a pretty good like Buzz Lightyear Tim Allen impression. I don't think he did. I, 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 I heard I, it. I, I, heard, I heard it. I, I heard. It Chris, I just heard Chris Evans. All Seriously, oh, all, no, all the way good. through. I didn't hear. I didn't hear Tim Allen. No, I, I, I genuinely, no, I didn't like it. They should have put Tim Allen. They should have just put Tim Allen in this role. I thought it sounded more like Buzz Lightyear than Captain America. Oh, I, I, I heard so much Chris Evans. I just heard him. Oh. I don't know why, and I think it was because I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Once my brain had locked that in, that it was him, it, I couldn't disentangle the voice from the character, yeah. I, or the person's voice. I, I just couldn't. And yeah, this is this is sometimes why like voice casting is sometimes a bit like problematic. Well, what well, it is, isn't it? Because you you know, and obviously the the, the reason's very you know blatantly obvious. If it's if you're recasting an actor, you've got the the emotions, the way they move, the how they move, what they yeah. say, the facials, expression. You know, so you're not you're not solely focused on 
the voice and how perfect or imperfect the voice is you know you've got other things that round out the performance that enable you to go oh it's been recast but i see what they're trying to do and i can still believe the character yeah yeah. whereas with voice acting as you sort of hit on trying to trying to recast and i and i can't think of many examples of this because as we say before typically when you recast a voice actor it's because the original actor is not available to do it because he's you know he or she's probably passed away right yeah because really in you know in theory there's no reason why tim allen couldn't have come back and just done this do you know what i mean it's yeah. not like it's not like he's i mean to my knowledge it's not like he's ill or he's unavailable like it must have just been scheduling conflicts or or maybe, maybe they were trying to get money. yeah or maybe want too much money which again i can i can believe i, the, I mean the, the only other thought i went through is are they you know maybe they did a bit of a lazy job doing this and what i how i suspended my disbelief was the toys that we had growing up for the films that we would watch if they did have a voice in them yeah was it an actor redoing the voice for the front the merchandise but again i don't think so like the examples i can think of were like we you know the star wars we had loads of phantom menace toys and there was some voice acting or voice sections of some of those toys like the pod racer but it was just sound clips of the movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, they didn't hire an actor. So it just didn't make any sense why they recap. That, that's my point. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan were different in the Clone Wars, I suppose. Like they had different voices and mm. things like that. I don't know. Well, but, but yeah, but that's more, that's more akin to, yeah, but that's more akin to, it, it's it, as in like game, in game acting. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. the, the, the characters in games and stuff. I wouldn't say that's the same for this. You know, like this is a triumphant return to the character of Buzz Lightyear after being, you know, after him not being on our screens. Well, I say after him being not being on our screens. Toy Story 4 was only about three years ago. You know, so there is absolutely no reason. So it was a it was a deliberate decision to make to put Chris out uh, to put Chris Evans in this role. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I go back to the same point before. You could have justified it. There would have been mul- there would have been a multitude of reasons why you made that decision. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, he's and and I think maybe it was because he was a younger person and and you know his voice is, was wasn't quite as grizzled. I mean, maybe they did do some voice tests of 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 um of Tim Allen and they went, oh, I don't know, man. Like I think he's lost it. For all I know, that's the reason. Um, yeah, I don't know. Which imagine imagine being told you sound less like the character that is yeah, you. Than, yeah, you yeah. sound less like you. The only person yeah. actually, no, Patrick Warburton uh, voiced Buzz Lightyear in the in the animation. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah that would have been. He would have been pretty good actually. Yeah, it's that, so droll. Hear. It doesn't feel like Buzz. It's so pat. It's so droll and Patrick Warburton, but it's quite funny. Okay, quite funny. Great, right, great. music. Yep. I think they shot themselves in the foot with this one again. Yeah, I yeah. I think they shot themselves in the foot in this one. And the reason being is because they've already done media within the media for this yeah. franchise, right? Yeah. The opening of Toy Story 2 is one of the best openings of any movie ever. It's and brilliant. They're playing, and they're playing a video game, and they're playing a video game version, maybe not of this movie, but certainly of within the franchise. So it's it's Buzz Lightyear. And the music that happens in this is absolutely incredible like you just think which makes me think so good why didn't why they didn't use any of it but why didn't they just they could have got some real nostalgia points if they recreated that opening sequence updated it for the film yeah 
and have him beat Zerg. Because, you know, at the end of that sequence, he gets shot off. But yeah. how good would it have been if he did that and he killed Zerg or he got, you know, one up on Zerg? And then, like, why didn't they just do that? Yeah, yeah. This is fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is terrible. Like, I genuinely, I, I'm really not in... The more I think about this movie, I'm not no, looking the back more, fondly. The, the more we're chatting about it, the worse it's getting, to be fair. Yeah. But um, but again, with the music, like this, mm, much like last week, this felt like Michael Giacchino doing a job. Yeah, yeah. And he's done some abs- some of his best work in his whole ho- output has been Pixar. And it's kind oh, of... Oh, God, yeah. Because Ratatouille, to name but a few... Oh, I didn't think Ratatouille was nearly as good as The Incredibles. Oh, but yeah. Incredibles Ratatouille, was... Incredibles, Up. Yeah. Up. Um, oh, Married Life just... Right? <sighs> Some of the best music that's but the glo- ever... But the glory days is still... Oh, yeah, just... no, 100%. Um, and the, the end credits. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but some of the best music that's ever been put to film has been Michael Giacchino and Pixar. And this doesn't nearly hit the mark. No, no. It just doesn't. No. It what, just what doesn't. Do you think, what do you think's going on with Giacchino? I, I've got my theories, but I mean, I think he's one of the busiest people in Hollywood. I don't think there's yeah. anyone busier than him right now. Well, Hans. because, well, no, but I, but I, but I think you know, Hans is very much his lane. Remember, you know, Giacchino is now starting to become a director. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was. He's, he's looking to come direct, but but you know, Giacchino is is being. This is the fourth film he's done this year. Maybe. Doctor Strange, Spider Man was that was last year? No, no, no. Wait, did he do Doctor Strange? Was that not Danny Elfman? Oh, it was Danny Elfman. Apologies. Um, there was something else. I don't Obviously, know. Jurassic, anyway. Jurassic World, the Batman. Yeah, um, but then the Batman was incredible. The Batman was amazing. The Batman yeah. was there's a different person. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, uh, how how bizarre, eh? How bizarre. Again, I, again, I have to think the that it's... The fluctuation in quality. I, I have to think that it's that it's interference. It's like that whole thing. It, it's, you know, when when, I, when I, an actor... It makes no sense, though. When an actor makes a shit movie, right? Mm. It's not because the actor's terrible. Mm. Because we've seen him, him do so many other things. And, you know, actors are directed... Mm. they're given lines and things like that and i i just have to assume that composers have to work within certain mm. parameters mm. Mm. in big studio movies we did talk about this last week and well it's, it's, I, I know we well. did and I, it's a it's a really great it's a really good question that i want to learn more about yeah is i want to pick someone's brain who's in the yeah i, I want to pick someone's brain on this as well like, what, to what extent yeah it's a really good question yeah um, and i'm not and i'm not saying that there's no way that maybe they just didn't hit the mark on this one but it, it but unlike an actor who has to go onto set and there's a limited number of takes right mm, and mm. things like that a composer is writing down and it's ever evolving and you mm. can change it whenever you want mm. and obviously and obviously like you know composers are, are the, the biggest composers in hollywood are very very busy people mm. and you know they might not have time to do that but they do have the ability given the time to like you know change that and like you know you, you do get a sense of an idea of like what you're putting down on paper or computer program or however you write your stuff sure you can have a measure of that of of quality like you know what it is you're put what what it is you're putting down 
and so I, I do have to assume that the reason it's not that is mm. maybe because the partnership with the director or the production is just not there in order to create the magic. Because I do, I do think that in the case of, you know, things like E.T. and Star Wars and things like that, I do think even though the, the, the genius of the music of John Williams mm. is undeniable, I, I do think that it's the partnership with those creative directors with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and things like that that inspire yeah, that inspire yeah. the composers to create those things because they get the vision. It was yeah. properly communicated. And if Michael Giacchino um, just got given, I don't, I don't know, we're doing Buzz Lightyear. It's an action space movie. What do you want from me? Mm. Like he's mm. just going to give a, well, what do you want kind of score? Mm, I mean, mm, this is and, this is all baseless assumptions here. No, but you're not you're not wrong, and you know, I I just I I I can't help thinking back to that question that we that we said before. You know, it's down to like what it suggests to me is, you know, surely you give everything you do a hundred and ten percent. Yeah. So why is that not the case here? I. Uh, it's a really interesting conversation, actually, around, you know... Yeah, you know, and, and, and I don't believe... Fluctuation I don't believe, in quality. I don't believe that they're not giving 110%. That's the thing. I just I just think that maybe... But what do you... But where, but where does it... But where does the divergence happen, is my question, right? Where does the divergence happen? Because it's got to happen... That would suggest that there is an impeccable score out there in Michael Giacchino's head, or maybe he's done his test scores which the studio went, we don't want that. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are we actually implying the studio is interfering with here? That's my, you know, I, and again, I, I've gotten, I've gotten no idea, but because, I, I, but because, because again, you know, like to that point on, and apologies to interrupt, but like, you know, I, the process of writing scores is, is, is different depending on what collaboration is. And you make the point around Steven Spielberg and John Williams. And there's been amazing examples where John Williams is one. And Steven Spielberg has actually been manipulated by the score. And, you know, that is very much right of arc. That is the, how impressionable a score and a musician yeah, yeah, can yeah. actually be, but also all the way in the left of arc, you know, whereby typically what I imagine is the most left, which is actually probably more likely to be the truth. The film is created or large parts of the animation were finished and the story was well completed, the voice acting started, and then the scoring process begins, having been given all of the main beats. And I, I think we were talking about this before when they were creating Jurassic World. You know, Michael Giacchino was given all of the main things that were happening and tried to weave the score around those points. Yeah. I, I guess the only validity in that point that you're making around um, the score has got to represent what you see in the movie is... It's always there to enhance. It's always yeah. there to enhance. And if the movie is crap, the score is going to be crap. But again, that just doesn't ring true, right? Because you've had some great movies with terrible scores and vice versa. Attack of the Bloody Clones. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. So 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 what so what are we actually implying by saying that a studio interferes with the score? What are we actually saying? Does that it kind of make sense? But I don't think it really does. Yeah. I, again, I don't. I don't know. But I. I can't believe that it's you know off day mm. or you know oh or that wasn't a great showing from Giacchino no. or something like no. that because i because i just don't think musicians of that quality have, have those, that yeah, it, have exactly. that in them like exactly. I, it's, that's just the, the, that's the bit that i'm not understanding and, and i go you know when i go back to your point maybe on a acting, time thing 
I go back to your point on acting and actors. You know, I, I, I firmly believe that, especially, and, and, and I think what, what inspires us to be able to make that decision is things like fierce competition in the, in the industry. You know, gone are the days where, you know, that, that was a credible justification as to why there was good days and bad days because, you know, you could afford to because no one was coming up behind you. But, yeah. like, especially with the case of actors, you have one, two bad movies, like you're you're kind of gone, right? It's so fiercely competitive, that yeah, kind of yeah. limelight. And I just can't think of examples where an a an, an quality actor, you know, like let's use someone like Tom Hanks, right? Yeah. I can't think of times where he's been in bad movies, certainly, but he's never been bad in them. Do you know what I mean? It's you, that kind of that's like... That's really interesting you bring that up. Oh, the Baz Luhrmann one, yeah, yeah, Apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis apparently is that, yeah. is that yeah. movie. Apparently and... he's terrible as Baz, yeah, Baz yeah. Luhrmann Elvis. Okay, but, 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 you know, it was a bad example, but I guess it's because maybe that is on my mind. Um, any standout parts of the score? I mean, I, I listened to it, but I was like, this could be anything, really. Oh, no, yeah, it really could be anything. It, it really could be anything. And and part of me thinks that that is the problem with it. Maybe and, maybe it was something that he was just, and I, I don't know, engaged to do in too late. Because imagine a scenario where Michael Giacchino was asked to do this very late in the production process. And they were like, we need this written, um, written and recorded in like eight weeks. Mm. Go. Mm. That's that's yeah. That's almost certainly. I mean, yeah. because because you know, I, 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 I but then why would you go. do that to a long time collaborator? That doesn't make sense either. Yeah, mental. I don't know. I was going to say something, and I've totally forgot my point. Oh well. But imagine, I've totally forgot my point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I think I've said all, all I want to say about it. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, um, we should head. Oh on no, that ahead. was it. That was my point. That was my point. But but I can because I can still hear. I can still hear the motifs of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, from Toy Story. From Toy Story, from yeah. Randy Newman. Yeah, Do you which know what are I mean? so iconic. So why again, not get why, Randy, why why not get Randy Newman? Or, why not get Randy Newman? Or back? just use those beats. You own them. The, yeah. this, uh, Randy Newman, the composer never owns the rights to music in the movies. It's all that right, the, yeah. yeah, no, they don't. Um, the IP stays with the studio. So you can use it whenever Fucking you want. Hell. You don't have to get permission from anyone. But but that's the point, isn't it, as well? Like, this movie, you know, and, and we said it just there in the podcast, the start of Toy Story 2 was brilliant. Do that bit in the movie. Interweave yeah. that bit in. Interweave that Zerg is actually a real person, and he's his father. That's fun. Interweave yeah. the little green bug aliens. Did you... There was, and there was loads of little fun callbacks we were potting out. Like, I mean, you know, the bit when she pointed up to the sky was very much the claw. And yeah, then there was yeah, the kind yeah, of claw yeah, like that, yeah. ship in the sky. Um, there was... You know, it did look a little bit like the TARDIS, I felt. The kind of time machine where the two of them were there. Um, uh, yeah, lots of Star Wars, lots Star of Star, Wars, Trek, Star Trek, like yeah. star dates and, you know, all sorts yeah, of, yeah, all sorts yeah. of. And I did, I did, I did enjoy those things. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it, I am actually going to still give this one thumb up, actually. Just because it, just because it was, it, it was fine. And I didn't have any sort of just negative reaction I just don't for think. It. I just don't think fine is good enough, so it's zero for me. Or Fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm not even, like, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that.
moving forward? Yeah, let's do it. Um, few few little things to move forward. Not not a huge amount of trailers this week, but we we've, we've had some some interesting news and stuff come through. Um, do, do you? But we're gonna start with um, Obi Wan episode five recap. Ooh. I think this is more this is more like what I thought this show was gonna be. Yeah, and I think it's you know largely it's because we we got an Anakin Obi Wan flashback as yeah. we always thought we would. Yeah. I also thought we might see Liam Neeson in this episode, but he's clearly going to be in the last episode. He's clearly going to be in the last episode, and I'm which would be quite I've cool. I've got my fingers crossed. I'm like, please let it be. If it he's I if was, he's not, I was, now, I'm like, was, why the fuck would you lean on that so heavily at the I start know. of the series? Well, that and also um, just for my just for myself and my own fragile ego, I was very much celebrating <laughs> my my win at yeah, yeah, um, yeah, predicting yeah, yeah. Qui Gon being in it. And if he's not, oh in my it, I'm god, gonna, I'm going to eat humble pie. I'll yeah, tell, tell you but, that but the free. thing. Is, but but I think that the uh, so so let's focus you know okay so so segue back into Anakin again because the the other benefit of maybe Obi uh, uh, Qui Gon being in this is that Qui Gon has never met older Anakin or older Darth Vader and you know what Star Wars has enabled us to to believe is that Force Ghosts can be interacted with by other characters yeah um not just the one that's you know at, at the point of narrative yeah therefore there could be a conclusion whereby Darth Vader sees the Force Ghost of Obi-Wan as well. And oh, uh, Obi-Wan... No, uh, interact- Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, sorry. Qui-Gon. And, and, and Qui-Gon. And Qui-Gon interacts with Darth Vader, which would be a really interesting... That would be an, an do you know interesting what, Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that kind of... This, this surely isn't the little boy that I found on Tatooine. You know, look at what he's become. Yeah. Um, which... You know, write that in. That's a. Do you know what I mean? Like, write that in of like, oh my god, look at you. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. found you on Tatooine. I knew there was a lot of fear and a lot of you yeah. know hate or whatever it was in you, but I never thought this. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that kind of um, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I I do think. So, what did you think? What did you think of uh the flashback sequence? I really liked it. I mean, the first shot of Hayden was jarring because it's they jarring. De- because yeah, they decided he does look a lot older. because they decided to go like older, and he's like, what pushing on forty at this point? Yeah, and is yeah. and you know they were trying to sell him as the as the, as the teenager thing, and I think it's probably due to some negative reactions of like some de-aging things in the past and they were like he's still a good looking chap let's just go with him let's just go with did did, did they tweak did they tweak it in any way i don't know if they did i mean there was certainly something jarring about it but i'd wonder if it's because, because Ewan it mcgregor like... looked tweaked i thought he looked a bit younger a little was it bit just maybe the way he was wearing his hair yeah maybe because they, they i mean gave I... Him, they gave him the attack of the clones jedi mullet again which yeah. i i appreciated the callback to it was a great i i i really loved this episode oh I loved, yeah, yeah yeah i loved that the choreography of this um training spar yeah was was beat for beat what was going on in the real confrontation in yeah. the actual narrative i yeah, yeah, love yeah. devices yeah. like that I'm yeah it was all, very clever yeah it was all very good over it and then and and I loved the OP Vaderness towards the end. Oh where he yeah, just, where he just fucking storms in and he fucking just rips the I sh- thought... ship apart with the force, and he's just like, I've got. To... <laughs> yeah, I I love that, and and I want to see more of that. And we do, you know, we we get it from the games. We got it from Rogue One. We we get yep. more here. And you know, when he, he breaks the lightsaber in half, and he's got the two lightsabers, and he's just oh, know. the toying with um with Reva is yeah. 
Mwah, chef's chef's yeah, kiss, yeah, yeah. bad guy. Very, it's like, very you omnipotent. are not worth my time. You're, yeah. I, I, there, there was just the, there was one like tiny little thing that I just thought was so telling about how just completely uninterested Vader was with Reva like attacking him is the fact that he couldn't even be bothered. She wasn't even worth him getting his own lightsaber yeah, out for. Yeah, yeah. It was right there. It's not as if he didn't have it. He's just and, like, no, I, you are not worth me using my but, but, lightsaber but, exactly. on you. Not a chance. But it also demonstrated how Anakin was interpreting the sparring lesson from Obi-Wan, which yeah. is you don't need a lightsaber to fight. And Anakin interprets that as yeah, I'm more strong. I, I'm I'm going to play with my food before I eat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which which just you know shows you can look at that in two different ways. You know, Obi Wan was trying to demonstrate it with you know when you're when you're unarmed, you know, use what use what you have to your advantage. Yeah. Whereas Anakin's clearly interpreted that as I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm actually stronger without this thing, and I don't need to use it because Darth Vader. You know, he he uses his lightsaber, but it's a bit it's, tr- trying to trying to make. And I always think this with extended Star Wars universe, etc when they try and demonstrate the dexterity of Vader likable to the dexterity of Jedi in the prequel series, yeah. they don't line up. Do you know no. what I mean? You can't imagine Vader, because he's, he's, he's omnipotent as slow walking, moving with deliberation, whereas the kind of jumping around, flinging around oh, of the Anakin... Flip, the flipping, yeah. And and then this. And it's... And they... they they often have to, I feel there's an often an uphill battle in trying to provide a segue between those two fighting styles. And they often do it better than you would anticipate, but still it's, it's just like, I don't quite know what's going on here. And, and I think the other, you know, the, the examples of that are things like, you know, when, when they are flipping around doing the sparring sequence, it's great but then you look at, you know, old Obi-Wan and Vader and New Hope and you're like, this is, you know, they're just tired. They're, they're tired old yeah. men that don't yeah, have time yeah. for it. And I, and, I, and I think, like, lean into that a little bit more. The, the, if you go back to the sequence, the one criticism I have about the, the spaceship sequence with Vader is it was, it was very shonky. I don't know about you. I thought the CGI was oh, the shit. very yeah. poor. Yeah, yeah. I thought the CGI was very, very poor. And it was all a little bit closed down and i guess like it's, it's my l- i i can't think of a reason for it though because well, I've, I've got a i've got a i've got a bit of a reason i mean like right. the, the 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 what's the what's the the technologies called that they're using the the kind of the screens behind oh. the oh what's it called it's called something like the expands or something like something this. like that yeah yeah um the, the image or the vision or the 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 the, the voice or the something volume like the volume the volume yeah, yeah so the volume and um I, I don't think it's, I just think that, you know, and I, I've heard this criticism so much. I just, I just think they're over depending on it because you actually, um, we, we, I thought the CGI was pretty, pretty poor in that sequence, but also in the sparring sequence, it was totally obvious they were using the volume. There was just a little stage and they had the volume all the way around it to project Curizon. Yeah. And I don't think the volume is good or, you know, the Batman, when they use the volume on the scaffolding sequences and stuff, it was used to effect whereby it demonstrated the vastness of Gotham City. I have yet to see the volume being used to, to demonstrate the same vastness in the extended Star Wars universe. Yeah. I've I th- this the show just feels too small for me. It doesn't feel spacious enough. Do you know what I mean? Even the expansive shots, 
still feel quite claustrophobic because the set work and the the kind of the the closed down sets they're all just so small it's everything yeah. is so small in this do you know what i mean they, they've never they've never been in a big you know the biggest room they've ever been in was the end of the previous episode in the hangar bay oh, yeah. and even that it felt very much like you know a miniature um and the, it was blurred on the outside and focused in the middle. You, you, you know, you, I never got the impression they were in a room the size that they were in. You, I, and I, and sure, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I get that. And I, and I think that's played, you know, in this series, uh, this episode had a lot of that too. Yeah. Do you know what I'm seeing a lot of on the what? internet? What? Um, oh, what a what a great turnaround for the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Thank you for listening to the fans. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as if, if as if it. it was they changed it from based on the fan feedback from the first like few episodes or something. Yeah. What fucking cretins. What yeah. absolute but, idiots. Just just unintelligent. But but the thing <laughs> the thing the thing that I think about it is it's like you must have been your know, Deborah Chow must have just been like visibly frustrated with the with the critical reviews of the first few episodes yeah. going be like just be fucking patient. No, but this you know is what, what I, mean? I was saying yeah. after yeah. episodes one and two. I said this. I said. No, no, but we all knew. We all I know. knew. Do you know what I mean? Oh we yeah, all no, knew of it course. Going to pick up. Of course. But you're, but you're right. It's, it's like just, you, it's... you can't like judge this thing on the whole story until you've seen the whole fucking story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need to. But move there on. is only one. There's a lot to wrap up. Though. There's only one episode left to go. I know there is. Yeah. Um, unless there's going to be a season two, which. Um. I know it'll end in an omnipotent enough way for us to either have one or not have one. <laughs> omnipotent? Yeah. All-seeing, all-knowing? Yeah. Uh, sort of not omnipotent fucking... Um, what's the other word? Ambiguous? Ambiguous is what I meant. Not right. omnipotent. I'm going to keep that in because I'm tired. And I... Yeah, it's just fine. own it. Just own it. It's fine. Um, We're all friends here. It's a couple of announcements of things upcoming. Yeah. A live-action Hercules film is in the works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fine oh uh, disney are doing this definitely fine it's one of my favorite animations actually is it yeah you were a big I fan of this one i fucking love hercules the music is astonishing because the music it's like, was very good wasn't it they basically do the blues brothers it's yeah br- it's fucking brilliant i yeah, love the it music, it's gos- the music it's gospel it's blues it's 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 fun it's got oh it, it i love it it's so good and the i mean characters we are so funny well we make the point every single week when we when we do a disney, disney movie that you know your 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 view of disney is dependent on the videos that you had at home at the time yeah. and sadly hercules never was one for me it was never available have you seen it at all uh, i saw it once yeah a long all time right. ago but i really enjoyed it and you know, I, i'm very familiar with the music though yeah um you know I, I, this is great i mean like again what do you do because the last couple of like um the kind of the re-releases of these you know from your lion kings we've also got pinocchio upcoming we're now getting the re-imagination of hercules being next um surely what you do here is you lean into the successes that things like thor has had and you make this a tongue-in-cheek less clunky version of the retelling of this story like really lean into the comedy of this film yeah what do you think well it's it's interesting because i think um a, a lot of the classic disney things are that this applies to um of when you've got like a a-list cast yeah they bring their characters you know danny devito is in the original um hercules is in the animation yeah, 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 he's yeah. the he's the he's the little satyr 
Yeah, who, he, who he's, he's like the, the Rowan Atkinson Yazoo. Exactly. He's and and yeah, he yeah. is, uh, but but then beyond him, you've got James Woods as Hades. Yeah, he was and brilliant, he, and he it just is James Woods. It just yeah. uses him, and that's yeah. actually like a hundred percent of the charm of that character. And it, and all his lines are written because it's James Woods. It's like yeah. the role was written for him. In fact, I'm a hundred percent convinced that it was, and it wouldn't work with anyone else. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the the, the comedy of the whole movie is kind of based around is kind of based around that even even when he's not on screen because the things that he causes to happen his dastardly plans and stuff like that all have his yeah they pers- manifest in a way with yeah with yeah, his, yeah with so, that in mind trademark. so like you could get james woods to do it again mm. but then i don't know if that would if that would happen but i feel like it's an inset it's an essential ingredient because this is one of the what they call the Disney Renaissance movies, and the yeah, Disney yeah, Renaissance yeah. movies are basically all the ones that are scored by Alan Menken. If you want a a, a kind of um, catch all rule of what is the Disney Renaissance, basically it's all the nineties Alan Menken stuff, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and and those are the ones that they've been remaking in live action. You know, like Beauty and the Beast. We've got um, Little Mermaid coming up. And yeah. and Lion King falls under that category, although obviously it wasn't Alan Menken; it was Hans Zimmer and Elton John. Mm. But mm. Th- th- what they've been doing with those is more kind of the shot-for-shot shot remake, with some extra stuff thrown in to make it feature-length running time as opposed to animation movie running time. Right, that's yeah. kind of what they've been doing. So if they continue to do that, then it's got to just—it's got to feel like a live-action version of hercules which means you've got to have that kind of james woodsness and that danny devito-ness type sure, type sure. thing yeah maybe recast but also maybe not but still with like similar characters although they managed to do a good job of changing scar in the lion king because yeah um obviously they didn't really they didn't do jeremy irons in the remake they made a um oh who was it another um, human it was another, for. yeah it was yeah. another human yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know I, I i'm I'm excited to see it it might be meh because a lot of people have been critical of the fact that they're basically just doing shot for shot remakes as well i was so. i was thinking they should do a tarzan one but they've done like four of those haven't they none of them sink oh yeah um nothing nothing none of them swim they all sink um but then only one of them had phil collins so well one day one day we will on this show one day sir uh so the next bit of news of an upcoming project is Kit Harrington is potentially going to be coming back um, in a sequel series starring as Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Hands up, who cares? <laughs> Your hands I mean, should be straight up historically. Yeah. Mine's not for for reference. I, I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I was always a massive fan, you know, like everyone else, massively let down in the last series. I, I guess, like, who's this for and why? I mean. The problem is we've st- the, the the data has already been very clear. When you stray so much from the source material, you 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 get a subpar product. And yeah. I can't help thinking that this prequel series of Game of Thrones is going to be further proof to demonstrate that you don't keep you know straying from it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I uh, I think good bringing him back what's more has he got to offer as a character and and also um 
an uninteresting character. At least if you were going to continue on the story, you, you'd want to do, you know, you, I mean, the obvious, the obvious one is um, Peter Dinklage. You know, bring him back and, yeah. and and do and do an old do a story of an old wise political um, Tyrion. You know, but um, that's but doesn't but doesn't end with doesn't it end with Jon Snow going west across the sea because we don't know what's going west. Doesn't he? Yeah. just leave Westeros. I think so. So surely, how many, ta- how many times have you watched the last episode of Game of Thrones? <laughs> Once, Once <laughs> when it came yeah. out. But I remember, yeah. but I remember where. The, well, can I? I remember he went. He, yeah, yeah, he went bit, off. A, he went off it, west in so. a big souk. Yeah, in a big, in a big, <laughs> in a big souk. Yeah. Lost his, <laughs> lost his girlfriend. Yeah, he lost his half sister or whatever kind of yeah. incestuous crap it ended up being. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, there's a new trailer for. There's a trailer for Blonde. Is that anything? That was the. Is Marilyn... it Blonde or Blondie? No, blonde. it's just blonde. No, blonde. No, it's um, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Well, that's not oh, what. I'm so glad. It's I not originally. Yeah, I was going to say. So glad that... I said Monroe. I've been saying we... Manson like five yeah. times in a row every time I've described this movie. I mean, they look very similar, so it's easy to <laughs> it's easy to sort of mix up there. But um, Anna de Armas, very good casting. She does look oh, very yeah. much like Marilyn Monroe. I, she's a great, great actor. I, I've I've seen her. I remember seeing her in some early like sort of beef flick movie stuff and thinking, Jesus, this one's got legs. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she's, she's now a a lister now. Yeah, I don't think biopics are necessarily a genre that really really interest me but the ones that are really really good yeah are rocket man really are really yeah. really good and just from this tiny little teaser this looks very very interesting to me it's yeah. black and white for a start well, yeah i've seen a, I, i've seen uh, yeah. a lot of i've seen a lot of reports and interviews and stuff from both uh, anna damas and uh, the, the director and stuff where basically they're just like they're not gonna do like a glamorous version no, of Marilyn well, Monroe. They're 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 going into the the troubled, oh, famously like, troubled character. Famously yeah, troubled and like real. And there's gonna be some really challenging stuff in there. Yes, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, maybe not gonna be hugely palatable. No, to the no. Largest not to to the largest of audiences, but yeah, that that's to all the scumbags out there who mistreated her and just fuel, fueled her with drugs for probably thirty plus years and yeah. uh, you know abused her and stuff like this. Yeah, the, the people are gonna be upset by that. No, we 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 want her to stand on the drain and us and us see up there and maybe get a shot of Vag. That's what we want from our character of Marilyn. <laughs> They'll give us it at the end, though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, exactly. Give them what they want. Give the boys. Give all of us. Are we gonna? Are we gonna oh be attending this God. at the back of the cinema, Alex? Oh. Just being dirty, we oh. men just touching each other, watching it. Because <laughs> that's what they think of us, don't they? When they oh say that, God, that's what God. they. That's what they think. Like it, uh, to pull you up though, because it isn't. It's, it's say we. It's gonna be. It's gonna show the challenging side of Monroe. Like no, yeah. she was fucking abused. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but uh, she, but even to this day she is still the glamour icon know, of like that, and that's of it, perfection it? of beauty even yeah, now yeah. even though we've spent decades with the truth of the behind the scenes or even our yeah. you know fragmented truths of behind the scenes she is still on that pedestal yeah yeah I, I, and we you know we got a little bit of it with um bloody bloody what's it called gucci you know where it kind of had that kind of flavoring doesn't it of yeah. the, you know the troubled time and stuff like this and i'm interested in it though um that's it yeah i think we're done here are we i reckon so oh you should watch hustle on netflix the adam stanley film it's good 
Oh, I've heard good things actually. Yeah, yeah it's very good. The basketball one. What have they got to do now? Now they got to get themselves. That was on. hustle. That was my hustle. That was hustle. Yeah. <laughs> that was now hustle you've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there and give us a five star rating if you please. You can also leave us a review if you don't want to review the show. You can tell us your favorite movie or t- favorite movie soundtrack. Yeah. We love to see, read, and hear all of it. Uh, you can find us on any platform you like to any listen listen to your podcast. Name one, and we're on it. Fabulous. Mm. Not made up ones, though. That won't work. But uh, if you want to get more directly in contact with us, we have an email address as well. That is motionspod at gmail.com. We're on the gram. Thank you very, very much to KTC Graphic Design for the wonderful artwork that's in your very hand at this moment in time. The little the NFT that is. Yeah. Did you see the did you see the news of the, the billion pound NFT art oh, the show? Seth Green. All on screen. Yeah. The, oh, oh, don't even that's like... mental, that story. But yeah. no, just there was a, there's an art exhibition for NFTs the other day. And apparently people were leaving just going, What what was I in? What was that? I just was in a room with screens. Um so yeah, so that's that's it. We should we should actually trademark as an NFT. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> see what see what happens. All of a sudden, we're billionaires. <laughs> Let's do it. Kate, see you heard it first. Um, do we know what we're doing next week? Don't think so. There we go. Fine. <laughs> well, it will be a shock to you as much as it is to us. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we will speak to you again next week. But until then, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta. Mm-hmm.